Yes, hello guys, we're getting some amazing advice. So we, we started last week with the first shtickel, the first piece, which is Avas Hashem. Um, next, the next week, the next, not, well, we won't go the next week, but the next one is to love yourself, which then to love your children, love your wife, things, good things. So we're talking about, um, you know, how a person should come to uh, loving Hashem. It says as follows, um, If terrible uh, things happen to you, difficult things, challenging events, and you're saved for them. You know, uh, you know, it's like an amazing thing. We live in a narcissistic generation. I mean, they show that people uh, today have such... Uh, we, we almost expect things. Children, um, uh, etc., just realize, by the way, if you pour hot coffee into cups with milk, this is not probably good, it's, you will make that milk questionably. Is that right? Yeah, because it's steam. You should not pour hot things into into milk or flesheck. Right. No, we usually don't have milk here. It's not even a question. So, so what do you do here? We have to redo it? No, it's not 100%, but you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. There's already milk in there. Yeah, because you want to have that flesheck milk. Don't pour it into hot... The only milk you ever have here is for this stuff, so those who are... Steam. Steam. It's a steam. Right. No, it's not Nitzuk. It's because of Zaya. Right, actually, you're learning Nitzuk, right? That's... Uh, we're not, we're not doing halacha right. I'm just, just pointing out. Uh, 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 yeah. So, um, so vim avru aroy shiras from starts. If a person bad things happens, a person needs some hem chayv lelav lekela poida umatzul v'oinim racham b'chol yisrael v'tzoka. So I'm saying we're in a narcissistic. We tend, you know, people can help us, and we have we have very little gratitude today. You you see this by children all the time. Older children, you know. Um, I was just, I was in, I had a taxi ride uh, back, I, I, I had it last Sunday, I was in Los Angeles for the RCC, for Medical Council of California. So I was picked up by a Persian Jew named uh, Yehuda Kohantab. Uh, he's doing well. Yeah. And then on the way back, on the way back, I just, I, yeah, whatever, it didn't work out. I had to, actually went to this, this Sephardic shul, Shuvu, this place on Pico, right next to Munchies. I didn't get an early Marev. Amazing, interesting place, like all the Israelis. And I, 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 so I just got, a, I just had a taxi to get me back to the, to the airport. Fine. Who picks me up on the way back? Another Persian, um, Persian Muslim. Uh, no, this is a Muslim, but it was like an old style Persian, like the ones who came, fought before the Shah, you know, and his, his Jewish friends and Baha'i friends. Not a, not a, not a particularly, uh, not a, not a religious Persian. So he starts talking, about it, but you can see. Like they have this very strong family ties. Like the children are very respectful. I'm thinking to myself, no way, Jose, could that be today in America? There's no way that's happening. That these kids have older kids have such a karasatov. I'm not telling people on the dole. You know, if you're on the dole, you gotta. You gotta I hate to say, they, they say in America, you gotta kiss up. You know, a lot of people, kids who are out of the house, not being supported. You know, just basic gratitude. And today, you don't see it at all in America, right? Because people are narcissistic. It's all about them. It's my, you know, I don't have time for grandpa. I don't have, I don't have time for grandma. I don't have time for the, the dad and mom. They're just annoying. Like, you really think they gave you what they did for you? So many things are, are, are like that in life. And, and Be'etzim, 
if you can't do that with human beings, you're not going to be able to do it with Hashem. But real, the, the reality is, is if a person's in a difficult situation, um, we, we think, you know, we, we don't appreciate, we all, everyone who's here obviously can hear me, can hear, you can see. We have so many gifts in life. We take it for granted. Oh, yeah, God created me, so he owes, he, he owes it to me. Uh, the culture can be called a Gamal Kash Barakim al Chesed. And God helps but when God gives you good things. Sha'inu la ra ra you're living in, in good times. Vinitzlam and Harais, Hamutas level a love, Bamasraksh level, you're saved from all kinds of things. It happens to be we live in a historically amazing time. I mean you think about right now, uh, we're not in active war. You, you know, if you would have lived almost any time uh, in the past several thousand years, you would have went outside at night. Like people today complain about crime, you know, as much as you don't like the homelessness. You know, there's nothing, first of all, compared to other places in America. You know, you know, you, you have like armed robberies here is is extraordinarily uncommon. Some of these big cities, but even those big cities, you can't compare it to what have been in all kinds of places. You know, in history, where you walked out at night, you could have been murdered on the street with nothing happening to you. And if your anti-Semitism today is as bad as you think it is, it ain't a dreamer. No comparison to, to what went on in Europe or in the Middle East or wherever you could walk. Wherever you take it, the, uh, the, the economics today, you know, as far as houses, you could, you could live. Very few people have, you know, part of the problem is luxuries today. But I mean, it wasn't, very few times in history was, there, was the wealth and the affluence if today we live in you know health, people aren't dying of tuberculosis and being isolated and all kinds of uh, influenza like in polio and you name it. I mean, we're only at a time of people's life expectancy is much higher. If you have physical conditions, people could have cataracts. Which you think of today cataracts are routine surgery. Mm-hmm. Many years ago, you partially come out kill blind. That's I mean, there's a million things. Hearing aids. People couldn't hear. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, the death rate of children, uh, you know, people didn't know, uh, 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 little kids was sky high, not that long ago. Not that long ago. A woman would die on a uh, uh, very high percent. A woman would die in childbirth because there wasn't Pitocin, but there wasn't, uh, what's the word, like, uh, epidurals. Epidurals, so tremendous. But Pitocin, if you had a hard labor, you could have went for 40 hours, you just push around out of the strength. There was no epidurals. There was no C-sections like they had today. And if they did, most of the women died because they didn't, have start, they didn't know about sterilization. So they got sick, you know, at, because of, of the, there's not sterilization. No, you think, we live in a time today which is an amazing time. Right? It was so much chaz de Hashem And never, been, never has been people more depressed. Actually, I spoke about yesterday. Feeling that the spiritual level, people have never been as depressed. Someone was telling me yesterday an argument that marijuana should be rampant because people's psychosis today. Like, I think myself like, I said, so good. You have, what? That'll give them psychosis. I said, forget that. Forget that brain. Head. I said, you'll never live a real world. People have drugged themselves out. They can't, they can't live in reality. It's like, you know, it's, it's an amazing world. So, but, you know, you've got to appreciate it. So, you know, if, you, if you're lucky enough to, to, to be healthy, to have family, to have parents, to have, to have wealth, no matter how wealthy, if to be, you have to be like Sergey Brin. Wealth, you, you, can, you can have, go to a supermarket, by fruits and foods from all over the world today, international. You know, you look at the diet. Look at the diet 200 years ago. And we, a person today, the average, the average y- yonkel, 
as is living much higher than, than King Louis the Fourteenth, what he can buy in food wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, the difference is Louis the Fourteenth didn't have to cook. Okay, that you don't have. Yeah. Right. He was only eating bread. Yeah. That was not Louis the Fourteenth. That was a, little, it was a few, couple hundred years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Antoinette, yes. But that was a little bit later. Uh, um, the point is, that we have tremendous ashiras, tremendous salt. But you know, what the crazy thing is, not only are we unhappy, we have no thanking to Hashem. People, don't, it never, never hits their mind. Thank you, Hashem. You know, you walk into Safeway, you walk into Pars. Thank you, Hashem. You, you be like a mashugada. It's partially, you know. Depends how loud you are. What? Depends how loud you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, even you, people think it's weird. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not joking. It's, it's not like, you know, the truth is the people who do it today would be the weirdos. You know, like, you know. Uh, but I'm serious. It's, it, we're like so disconnected from all, So the call pachas brachas happens to be an amazing thing. You say, macha bracha, make a bracha. It's a great opportunity. That's, when you think about what a bracha is, it's a hakara. Of where all our blessing is. Bracha means you recognize where our blessing comes from in life. Um, we just said this in Davani. Every single breath. How many people have ever been in ICU in the past year, out of curiosity? Anybody? Visiting or being a patient? Anything. <laughs> uh, you're not a patient. Anyone been in the ICU? Visited. These people can't, most of them can't breathe. Almost everyone in the ICU. They're all machines. And if you're in the ICU, almost always are machines. I mean, they, we take it for granted. Yeah, I know. And take the machine, and you hear the machines. You hear that? Boom, 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 boom. Right? You know, it's like call the shabbat tal tal ka. Shall call the shabbat neshima neshima chayalav. Yomer ayisob man nikal v'shem nikav lochel marim. I know. It's like I'm just saying these these words. I honestly, it, we. If we would just like inculcate this, it would be a different life. We would live with a tremendously a different appreciation, and we'd be a lot happier and a lot holier. Um, uh, you give us there's so many good things in our life. And yet, the Jewish people. Uh, we, we we do things which which very often are a complete breach of contract. I know, you, I know, know, you know what happens to you breach contract in law. First year law student, law students learn contracts. It's one of the requirements. Contracts. That's bread and butter for lawyers, right? Breach of contract. What happens if you breach a contract? Isn't that like when you cut the animals and you walk through the middle? Isn't that a contract? No, no, that's yeah, that's that's, 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 that's that was the old way. That was an old contract, yeah, but old it's way. still valid, uh, right? Right. That's breach. Yeah, it's breach of contract. That's breach. Right. Breach of contract. We're constantly in breach. Uh, but yeah, 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 Think about what you're saying. It happens to be, if you want to work on loving God and appreciating all of His gifts, all you need to do is say Pesukah de Zimra with Kavana. Like actually think about what you say. Just read the Pasha words of what you're saying. Don't come late because then you get to speed up. You're not going to get commuted. Like Zoom mode. You don't. You won't think about one thing you're saying. Like you'll be basically reading Chinese. But if you say Pesukah de Zimra correctly. 
You know, and you ponder for a second what you say. You appreciate what you say. Uh, you know, uh, Hashem judges. But I must say, people like to zoom davening are the losers. They are the losers. <laughs> you're, you're the loser. You know why? Because you, you, you have no connection to Hashem that way. And you, you lose out. It's like, you know... I, I, again, I, when I see people have a very tight family relationship with their parents, and they have appreciation. Who's the winner? Parents the winner because they're kids, and the kids are winners. You know what it is? When you're an ingrate and a narcissist, and you have no connection to what gives you in this world, you're the loser. Right? So what happens is a person wants to zoom davening. So who's the loser? For you, so your whole, your whole Yiddishkeit becomes one of like, you know, there's nothing there. It's like, it's, legal, it's legalistic. And it's just to be say to get out of it, right? to fulfill the bare minimum of the contract, as opposed to having a deep relationship. A brachos, psukhidei zumra, that creates a deep relationship. Thinking about what you say, saying thank you to God, stopping and pondering what you say, appreciating what you're doing, right? that comes you to love God. Right? This is the essence how you come to love God. Imagine in marriage, I, 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 I've said this before, I... I, I Having being married, I cannot imagine not loving my spouse deeply. I mean, it must it, 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 it's a different galaxy. The shallowness, the 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 the. This is you live with every day. I mean, and, and you're you're a Jew. You're first. You're an Orthodox Jew. You have no relationship, deep relationship with God. It's just a bunch of rules. Imagine marriage is all about rules. Say this to your wife. Don't say this. Make sure to remember her birthday. You know. Say please and thank you, or she's not going to feed you. Like, you know, like, like that's that's your marriage. Like it's like like uh, job description over there. Yeah, you know, you know, have a passionate relationship. Um, you want to have a passionate relationship to Hashem. You got to think about. It, you got to thank Hashem. You got to love Hashem. You got to feel it. You got to feel it. The action of Prati Prats come a commentary. Say Tivimo, Yisrochimimo. Right. If you a great safer for this, by the way, is Chayvus Lovus. Duties of the heart. That's one of the things that Benabachia talks about in, in a few places. At length, all of the gifts that Hashem gives us, all of the bracha Hashem gives us. Because how, from time we're, 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 we're a fetus, you know, you look at, uh, if you are, the, the best part of the hospital is in the maternity ward. The happiest place in the hospital, not, well, actually at certain points, after, after the baby's born, right? Until then it's like, you know, labor. But uh, it's, you go to the little babies even more. But you, you go there, someone just told me, I had a sonogram, yes, a Monica, Ruth Chaya. You know, you get a, it's amazing, you know, you see the baby, but you're so, it's, it's unbelievable how many miracles have to be like that, happening like that. From the time of birth to, to child till now, whether we know about it or we don't know about it, whether we recognize it or we don't recognize it. We, we, we have miracles in our body greater than Yamsuf. You know, I just, you know, as you know, I was doing DNA this year. I mean, amazing. Even DNA itself, how DNA what works, right? how much. Uh, you know, there's a hundred thousand genes, like, and how the length of them and how they work, and you know, there's, if anything mis- is off, like, what goes wrong? I mean, it's like amazing. I don't know how someone could see gene, gene and not believe in Hashem. I mean, how in the world could someone be so dense to imagine? And it, 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 I don't know how. I, you know, I can't, I would imagine if Darwin had known about DNA, he could not have believed. It's it's like 
it's it's almost astounding to believe in, in evolution once you know about DNA. It's like pre DNA you have to be crazy. Post DNA, post knowledge of DNA, you have to be super crazy. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's like glue and super glue, right? So Henry uh, starts saying, well, "There's a million things that we don't even we're just sh- sh- beginning to understand how DNA works, and there's a million other things like that." Uh, but we we have nisim. We don't recognize the, the miracle. Hence, shabal love v'nitzol. Things that we are saved from. Hence, shumatudas v'lo ba'olav. I'll call al hakol chayev adam liten el libal. You have to give to your heart. And it happens to be when you when you know when you learn history, the fact that we're in this room today. Amazing. I mean, that we're we survived, thrived in history. Um, the fact that some of us in this room did not grow up from our Shabbos tournaments. And that today, you know how many miracles there needs to be to be here? You know how much appreciation there has to be to be here? Right? And you come to love so, someone. When you think about, I mean, if you want to love your parents, if you want to love your spouse, um, if you want to love your job, you have to start thinking about the, what you appreciate about these things. It's just, it, 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 if you don't think about it, you'll have miracles happen to you. You know, and never appreciate it. Literally never uh, appreciate, uh, never appreciate. I was actually, a, I just started this book. I had always wanted to be Joan Peters from Time Immemorial. Who read that book? I figured you read it, Levy. Anyone else read this book? Anyone even hear this book? I bought free copies and gave it to friends. You know? Anyone ever, no one ever heard from Time Immemorial, Joan Peters? This book is the book, I think it's the book, on the Palestinian refugee uh, reality. It was written in 1984. Joan Peters was a guy who was a major correspondent in the Middle East in the 70s and in other places for CBS, other, for other publications. Uh, and she starts this book, when she started her research, it took her seven years to write, uh, she was on the Palestinian side. And by the time she was done with the book, right, she said that year three of her research, and it, it's about 600 pages, it's little, uh, you know, 500 pages, you know, it's a thick book, it's not a thin book. It's not like Dershowitz's case results. This is a thick book. Uh, um, she was overwhelming. I'm just the beginning of this book. On the Israeli side, you know, she talks about. Um, but what was amazing to me was amazing, and she, and she really goes through how the the Palestinian refugee reality, what who who when people came to Palestine, who how this refugee thing came. I mean, like, really, she goes through the whole thing. It's called from time immemorial. It was. What's amazing is you can see how the Arabs went in the beginning. They were very supportive of this book. They were the ones who wanted to sponsor the book. And by the time the book was ended, they slammed it, <laughs> attacked it, <laughs> vilified it. It destroyed career, too. I mean, it destroyed her career. She really didn't get any work yet. Yeah, which is amazing yeah. to me. Like, you know, it, right, she was blackballed by the left, by the liberal media. They blackballed her afterwards. I mean, it's crazy. Um, you said she was not Jewish. Did she become no. Jewish? No. no. Oh, okay. But it's... And... The book for a year or two is very, but never for whatever reason. Like you don't even hear about it. Like and you, 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 I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a serious book, and they don't even, re, even republished it. I, the copy I have is an original. I, I bought a copy of that at the uh, Dalton's or something in, in Oakland. I took to the checkout counter, and the woman bawled me out. Oh. <laughs> Literally. This was in Berkeley? Or in, in, in Oakland. What year was that? Oakland, just Oakland on uh, Jack London Square. There's a, Where was it? Uh, just as bad. When was it? About 
10 years ago. How did she know the book was? She knew. Uh-huh. She listened to KPFA. They, they gave him the lowdown and all that uh-huh. stuff. But what's amazing to me, this book was published in nine... It went belly up, by the way. Published, published okay, let's, I, didn't, I didn't want to get the whole... Uh, the, but the book was published in 1984. I'm thinking to myself, I'm reading this book, and they're talking about how the, the narrative, the narrative of the Western world and Europe about the Palace of Refugees, she's writing about this, how it's a false narrative and how they're using it to attack and destroy us. I'm thinking to myself, like, 1984 is like 30 something years ago, and she, she started writing a book. I mean, this is a narrative they've been doing for a long time. And yeah, despite all of this, I mean, you have idiots like Natalie Portman, but like at the end of the day, like, like it's not a joke. This is, it's, we have real dangers here, right? If this, you know, they, 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 but they, 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 she talks at the beginning of how the Arabs changed their strategy from military destruction to legitimacy issues, and like they figured they can. If they can get back on the legitimacy issues to delegitimize Israel, they'll just they'll, they'll implode. You won't even have to attack them. I mean, like with all of this stuff, this is forty years ago, Kamat. You know, because the book starts since she started the research in seventy-seven, right? You know, we're still here. Like you know, all of their strategies, it's like yeah, we got to do our part, but it's, it's God's gift. You don't realize because as much as Israel's going to try. The, what's out against us? It's it's what's out. What's out there to destroy us? You know these narratives or the armies. I mean, you think to yourself, you know, you know how Hashem destroys Syria. Like that was that was a, that was the, the greatest threat in our on our direct. I mean, still, who knows? I mean, they just killed each other in Iraq. It's a beautiful war. They kill each other. It's not, we don't want people to die. We don't want people to die in Syria. But you know what? If they're not killing each other, you know what they're coming after us. No joke. They're coming for us. You know, if the Shiites and Sunnis are not hating each other in Yemen and, and Syria and then in Iraq, you know what they're coming for? Us. You know why Saudi Arabia is something warming up? It's not because all of a sudden they read the Torah and say, oh, boy, the Jews really do have a right to land of Israel. And, you know, we shouldn't, you know, there's only one reason why they're coming to, to anything to do with Netanyahu or Trump. I mean, these things are slightly helpful. It's one, it's one word to say this. One, one, oh, if there's a word. Iran. Iran. Nothing, no other reason. If Iran would not be there, you could, it could be, Netanyahu can smart talk a thousand years. Nothing's happening. Yeah, there's yeah, one word. Enemy is my friend. That's yeah. it. I mean, at the end of the day, there's a million things like this. I, I kid you not. I don't care what you hold politically. If it would never be for Donald Trump this month, there would never be any embassy in Jerusalem. Do you think a Hillary Clinton in a million years would put the embassy in Jerusalem? Right? If it would not be for Donald Trump, you would never have a Nikki Haley in the UN protecting Israel at every single corner. I, uh, again, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not a character witness for Mr. for President Trump. I, so I would be, I'm not here to, to defend his his character or his psychosis or anything about that. But I will tell you that that election was God. And only God. I mean, the liberal media did everything they did to destroy the man. He himself did th- plan things to destroy himself, right? You know. But when you look for this, for the, for, for Israel, there, there, there is no comparison. What would have happened in the United? The last thing Obama did was slam, hurt Israel, not slam, hurt Israel in the UN, hurt like really endanger Israel in the UN. I mean, everything, I'm, and putting David Freeman, an Orthodox Jew, as ambassador. Like, I mean, you gotta be, and this guy should never have won. It doesn't make sense. I, I don't care. I mean, you know, as much as we try, I mean, if we had the wrong president, if Bernie Sanders, God forbid, would have won, could you imagine? Forgetting what, what, you know, Clinton would have been in the middle. But Bernie Sanders, 
he would have delegitimized Israel. We're talking night and day. I'm not, it's, not, it's not a small thing. I mean, when you think about it, the danger a guy like that could have done, he would have said he's Jewish. I was in a kibbutz for a year. I mean, the guy would have destroyed Israel. Mamish endangered six and a half million Jews immediately. And it doesn't make a difference. He would have cut off the supplies to the Air Force. I mean, it's not a joke. We think it's like, oh, Bernie Sanders really should have won the Democratic nomination. There's no question about that. He was jipped. Thank God he was jipped, by the way. You know, it's not a joke. He, he should have won. He was, if it would have been Clinton was nominated before she ever ran, before the, they, they, it was a built, it was a fix. Bernie Sanders on the ground had a much better team. His message resonated, you know, much more with the common Democrat. I mean, she, if they took away all the super delegates, and the fact that the DNC had supported her going in, right? He would have won. I, I'm not sure. Who knows what happened in a general election, right? I mean, that's not a, you know, it's all a guess. That's who knows how they would have won. But, but you know, think about it. That's God's gift, right? I mean, it's not. A, it's, this is this is like we take it like Trump won. The embassy is moving in two weeks to Israel to Jerusalem. The UN right now. You have Nikki Haley literally shooting down. Could you imagine with this Gaza thing on the border? And, and you read what's going on. You've, you've, you, you can take the pictures. They have thousands of like, animals running, rushing at the border. You know? And their idea is not just to... It's not like peaceful protests. I'm not even talking about throwing... I think throwing, they're shifting. Uh, what? They're going to nonviolent. What? Supposedly. Whatever. But even... It's not nonviolent. The, the point is to rush the gate. If they would just yeah. stay yeah. back a thousand feet and do nothing, yeah. nothing would happen. Yeah. Right? If they would put signs there and do a thousand... They're rushing the gate. You can see the... You can see the... You can see the you can see, you can see the, you can see the. No, she's just taking the garbage. No, uh, you can see the. I don't have. That lady, it's fine. It's, a, it's too early. It's later. Just tell her to come back later. No, the answer's no. It's no, 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 no. Okay, thank you. Um, if it, it's some, but here's the point. If, if if we have to take this seriously, imagine if this exact thing would happen with Obama. It would be very bad. Clinton, bad. Sanders, Sanders, catastrophic. Catastrophic. Do you know what a guy like that would do if this is going on? He's not caring. This man denounced him and he's not even, he's a senator. I mean, but we know what happens. Well, Trump won. Do we thank Hashem for this situation? Oh, you know, we think if you do the right thing, you have the right sharpshooters, you have... The right diplomacy. We need Hashem's bracha. And you, by the way, you need the right sharpshooters. And you need the right diplomats. <laughs> of course you need all that. But you need Hashem's bracha. And again, I'm not saying... You know, I look at it as, as Trump as Akashverish. I mean, I can't believe the guy won. I can't believe he's president. But I thank Hashem. I really, for Israel's sake, besides for, for the Orthodox in America, the Supreme Court, and... A million other things, which, which again, on the issues, largely is good for the religious religion, and largely he's good, for, is overwhelmingly good for Israel. Uh, and he, he changed single-handedly, put the change the, the, the focus in the Middle East to Iran, as opposed to other things, right? Single-handedly, by the way. I mean, look who we put into the, into the Mike Pompeo as pro-Israel Secretary of State as you can get. He's no John Kerry going there blaming Israel for everything that went on in the Middle East. The only issue in the Middle East is the settlements. I mean, it's like crazy John Kerry. You have Mike Pompeo versus John Kerry. You have John Bolton 
versus Susan Rice, right? You have Nikki Haley happens to be, what was her name? Uh, um, the redhead who had in the, in the, in the oh. UN. Hammer, uh, is, uh, what's her name? She was not so bad. Uh, but it's like you're talking night and day. You're talking night and day. You have David Freeman versus Dan Shapiro. I, and David was a bad guy, but he was no, no positive advocate. Right? So how did this happen? It, you may, the man won an election. Nobody knows how. I really believe it's like the protocol that Elvis designed. Like this Russian conspiracy thing is they just can't figure it out. It must be. It's like, it's like you know, when they're trying to figure out like, how the Jews are successful, like the Russian Secret Service, they try, like, it must be, like, the pro- they wrote this protocol. It's, the only reason you could believe it is because you can't understand how it works. Right? It means when they're looking for every kind of conspiracy scam, they're not going to find anything. I highly, highly doubt it. At this point, I'm, I, a year ago, I was like, maybe. Now I'm like, convinced there's nothing to find. So yeah. you're saying it's the God conspiracy. It's the, exactly right. That's our conspiracy. It's, Ju- it's a Jewish conspiracy. It's a Jewish conspiracy. But you know what? But you know what? You've got to thank Hashem. And I'm serious for us. When these things are happening, we tend to forget that there's a Kaddish Baruch The fact that we're here, the fact that Israel's here, you know, I, 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 you know, the fact that a person's successful in business, the person the person's healthy, Right, it's all Taida Lakel.